1: Sports Day with Peter Vlahos for Kia, the eight-seat Kia Carnival, a grand utility vehicle. Welcome back to Sports Day with Peter Vlahos on this Monday. And as we know very much, uh, international football is the theme with the World Cup. But there is some great uh, national football being played as well. Even though the A-League is currently in recess... Of course, the women's team for the Perth Glory actually got their season underway at the weekend after a couple of years of COVID chaos and playing all their games away. And very rarely did we have the opportunity to cite them on this side of the country. Well, they will be returning for what is now seemingly a regular season and they will be playing at Macedonia Park in Stirling in the first home game of the campaign on Sunday. But first, let's talk about their opening round fixture. And it was a real beauty, a two-all draw against Canberra United and the Glory Girls came up behind both times to take out their first point of the season. Let's uh, analyse that game and look ahead to this weekend with their coach in Alex Apakis. Alex, thanks for your time. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Must have been a thrilling game on the weekend against Canberra.
0: Uh, Look, it always is Um, in the history of the competition. Going to Canberra for Perth Glory has never been uh, an easy task. Uh, We still haven't had that elusive win over there in the competition over the last 15 years, believe it or not. But the performance on the weekend and to come back from from behind on, on two occasions over the course of 90 minutes was a satisfactory feeling.
1: It ebbed and flowed, didn't it? So deep down inside, when you reflected on the two-all result, did you feel it was a fair result or did you feel that you could have actually snatched the three points?
0: Uh, look, I think it was, a, it was a typical round one performance where there's going to be some, yeah, some rust, some cobwebs, some nerves um, from both teams and all the players involved. And I think there were certainly moments where we dominated and there was also moments where we just weren't sharp or as sharp as we'd like to be. I think over the course of the game, a, a two-all draw is is a fair reflection. Um, but in saying that, you know, you always want to win your opening game to set up the season. But we've taken a lot of confidence away from the performance, knowing that there's just some really simple fixes
1: in what's going to help us improve over the next couple of weeks. And what a special moment on debut for Gabriella Coleman.
0: Ah, oh, she, she worked very hard. With and without the ball, I was really happy. The staff were really happy. She's... Um, yeah, she she's a real asset, and I think what we've just started to see is just a glimpse of what she can offer the team. She offers a yeah a real power athletic game, and it's uh, it's something that we des- definitely needed this season.
1: And of course, the other goal came from a season campaigner for your team in Liz Anton, which shows just what a valuable player she is.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. You know, even before she came here three seasons ago, she was sort of playing lower tier football in New Zealand, and. Now she's got close to fifteen, twenty caps to her name for the New Zealand national team and been to an Olympics and hopefully a World Cup. And the goal and the performance from her just showcases the, um, the effort she's putting in to, to grow herself as a, as a player.
1: Oh, a pretty noisy, noisy home crowd, I've been told. And I know that your keeper, who also was making her debut because you worked very hard in the off-season to bring some new blood into the squad, uh, Sarah Langman had an outstanding match between the posts. She did, uh, and you know she's
0: an experienced goalkeeper who's got 50,
1: 60 caps in the competition as well. She's been involved
0: with national team camps and activity. Um, yeah, she she did really well. She was, yeah, she was outstanding from minute one to minute 90. And again, really proud for moments for her to make her debut. And I, I'm I'm glad she put a really good account of herself out there.
1: Saying that, I mentioned there'd been uh, some players that have made their debut. It may take a week or two for them to gel, but give us a basis of the squad that you fielded on the weekend in relation to first-game players and experience campaigns, of course, led by your captain in Tash Rigby.
0: Yeah, I think it was a balanced performance. I think at times, as you mentioned, ebbs and flows, I think all players had some really strong moments where they were able to showcase you know, what what it is we're trying to do as a team and the style of play that we want. And again, there were just some moments where it just lacked a little bit of intensity, but we're fully we're fully aware of and reflective of that post-game. Um, we're, we're under no illusion that that's where we can be. But if we sort of look back to where we were 12 months ago in the opening round, I think we're in a, in a much better place than then. And I, yeah, that's why I'm really excited about what's to come. So as a whole, I think it was the first round that we needed it was the performance that we needed and we're looking forward to the, the big
1: challenge this weekend as well. And it is a big challenge this weekend. Uh, there will be a lot of people there. It is local football. We've been devoid of it, certainly, at uh, the women's level with the Perth glory. How excited is your squad about uh, turning out in front of a home crowd on Sunday?
0: Well, We're all excited, Peter. Like, even even myself on a personal level, I've, I've been here for... You know, this is my third season now and I haven't had the opportunity to really experience home fixtures and that's something that I'm really looking forward to and then obviously the playing group they they thrive having the ability or the opportunity to play at home uh, you know have, have a big crowd behind us we've played at Macedonia Park once last season before we uh, moved to Sydney and that experience I think is something that I know for me and I know for the players will stay with us forever because it was a great performance it was a great result it was thrilling until the end and a lot of it was Due to the effort of what the, the home support was able to give us and the atmosphere that they created. So, yeah, I, I just cannot wait. I genuinely cannot wait.
1: Saying that, it's Adelaide United, a four o'clock kickoff on Sunday. Uh, what about the squad? Any concerns, or are you likely maybe to go in with the similar starting at 11 that uh, pulled out that two all draw against Canberra?
0: Look, I think ultimately it's uh you yeah, know Adelaide's a tough team there's, there's there's parts of their game which are different to Canberra, so we have to look at that and see if we have to make any changes on our end to to capitalize on some of their play or or vice versa maybe to nullify some of their attack. but as a whole, we're in a really good place as a squad, everyone in the team brings something different to the table in the way that we trying to do things and yeah we'll we'll assess that as the week goes on and, and we'll see what we do, but regardless. Whoever goes the guys out there uh, they're, they're very clear on what they're doing and we've got the full belief in what they can do.
1: Uh, and what about your track record against Adelaide?
0: Yeah, I mean we we've had some tough contests um in my time so far. I think the most the most inspiring one for us was was mid-season last season where we uh we had a 1-0 lead and, and Susan Thong came was sent off. 55th minute and we were able to hold that lead, a very resilient effort against a very strong Adelaide team who made the finals last year for the first time but were able to get the result in that particular match. So knowing that we were able to to beat them last time should definitely fill the players with a lot of confidence and it's, you know, it's, it's a different game but we've also got to draw on the fact that we know we can compete.
1: What's it like playing in a normal season again after, of course, the last two years? uh, The resilience shown by your squad, who only missed out on the finals uh, by goal difference last season, uh, just showed the resilience they've got. Are you confident that uh, what you learned and experienced, particularly last season, will hold you in good stead this campaign?
0: Yeah, it has to. You don't go through some of the difficulties that we went through and, and not take anything from it. Myself and my staff, we grew from that experience. The players grew from that experience. And as a collective, we um, we took a lot out of that. And we're very mindful of that journey. You know, we, we, we often reflect on that in difficult moments, whether it be in pre-season or or even going into this season. We're going to lean on those experiences and refer back to them because what we did have to overcome was, was very difficult. You know, moving a team away last minute for three months, um, players moving having to leave jobs and and moving to another state and having to do school from a distance, it wasn't planned. But the way that the group sort of attacked that um, with such an opportunist, you know, mindset, it's, it's unbelievable. And as I said, I think that those experiences we're going to learn from and lean on
1: this season. Fantastic. And I can sense it in your voice. You're very excited about the possibilities going forward with this Perth Glory squad that you're in charge of.
0: Without a doubt, I've got a fantastic affinity with the group and with the club, and you know I, I really believe that we're, we're a special group for a number of reasons, and we've got some special players um, involved, and you know I really hope that the greater football community, um, if they're available, can come down on on Sunday and experience that firsthand, because I think we play a fantastic, entertaining brand of football, and I would love for everyone to come and experience it, yeah, as I said, firsthand themselves.
1: Good stuff. Four o'clock kick-off at Macedonia Park there in Stirling, and uh, it should be a beauty against uh, Adelaide United. Thanks for joining us, uh, Alex, and we'll keep in touch during what promises to be a very exciting season for our Perth Glory women's side. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Thank you very much. Alex Apakis there, the coach of the Perth Glory women's team. Gee, sounds upbeat, doesn't he? Uh, he was very happy with that First round result, a two-all draw against Canberra United over there in the National Capital. And they return home this Sunday. So if you can, get down there at 4 o'clock. All right, more World Cup news. Tomorrow we will preview Australia's first match. They take on France, 3 o'clock Wednesday morning, our time. And we'll give you the full preview to that uh, blockbuster first group match for the Socceroos against the French on Sports Day tomorrow from five o'clock. And also, we'll be speaking to a gentleman. You may have heard of Nick Bolateri. Now, Nick Boloteri has a tennis academy in the United States of America that has shaped the careers of hundreds of tennis players over time. Unfortunately, Nick, at the age of 90, is not in the best of health. But there is a West Australian who spent seven years under... Nick Boliteri, working with Boliteri and working with some of the great names in world tennis. I'm going to have a chat to that gentleman tomorrow on the program, so I'm looking forward to that. Have a great night. If you're up and about, uh, 11.30 this evening, I'll be back to broadcast a World Cup match with Richard Garcia former Socceroo, the match between Senegal and the Netherlands broadcast on the SEN Network from 11.30 tonight. Look forward to your company for that and I'll be back with Sports Day tomorrow from 5. Thanks to Jimmy and Lee and have a great Monday night.